live from St. Louis, Missouri, it's the Technically Speaking Podcast. Brought to you by Doherty Business Solutions. Get ready, because it's time to talk nerdy on the Technically Speaking Podcast. Welcome back in. Technically Speaking, we are talking nerdy today. We are talking all day. Uh, We're live at the Agile Midwest Conference. It's here in beautiful beautiful downtown St. Charles, Missouri at the St. Charles Convention Center. Uh, I mean, I can overlook the river right out the window. It's, it's picturesque. And, uh, and today we have quite a collection of some of the most um, uh, forefront on the agile uh, front lines and thought leadership, uh, bringing you some content and their perspectives. And, and this, uh, this episode is no different because today we have Heidi Waterhouse. Heidi, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Listen to your adoring fans. My adoring fans. We might have to shut the door so they uh, so they leave us alone. So um, so Heidi, you are in town from uh, Minneapolis, coming all the way from Minneapolis, correct? Yes. Just for the conference. Just for this. And you had your you had your talk earlier today, and I understand that you had a couple technical snafus, but. Oh uh, well. I think it's not really a presentation if something doesn't go a little weird, but yeah. I did get to talk about the things that I cared about, so that worked out. So you are a developer adver- advocate at LaunchDarkly, and uh, from what I understand, it's a company that um, specializes in feature flags. So tell us a little bit about what a developer advocate is, what you do there, and uh, a little bit about LaunchDarkly. A developer advocate has three different uh, roles that we serve. So the first is... I go out to conferences like this. This is uh, my third this month. I have two more to go, and I have five next month. Uh, And I talk to developers about uh, ways that I could improve their workflow and and make their lives easier. Uh, And I also spend a lot of time listening to developers and figuring out what it is that they need so I can take that back to my team and say, hey, there's this unmet need that developers have that we need to look into. And the third is recruiting. Um, so I meet a lot of developers and I can say to them, hey, we have this opening for full stack developer in Oakland. And they're sometimes interested in it. Uh, Midwesterners seldom, seldom take us up on, you can move to Oakland. <laughs> um, and when I say uh, launch darkly and feature flags, what I'm talking about is uh, launch darkly is a, a company that provides feature flags as a service. So uh, you wrap your code in a little snippet of our code, connect it to the SDK, and then you deploy the whole package, and it sits out there like uh, Schrodinger's code, both alive and dead, until you flip the switch to turn it on. And decoupling that deployment from the activation of code gives people so much more security and really reduces the risk of deployment, because I think a lot of reasons people resist continuous deployment is the fear that they could uh, break something and not be able to fix it in a hurry. And with this, we're saying like, deploy all you want, activate when you're ready. So um, kind of just generally, I guess, uh, I think you kind of touched on it a little bit, but kind of explain a feature flag and, and what that does. A feature flag or a toggle or a feature management, it's called a bunch of different things is a way to turn a feature on and off uh, from sort of a central command. So uh, we work with Fastly, and we have edge servers that help people to do, do this. So imagine uh, you deployed a feature that say, um, 
gave you the ability to uh, do uh, holiday snow on your web page, like mm-hmm. CSS that made your web page snow. Well, it turns out that has a conflict with some browsers and you're crashing people's browsers. You want to be able to turn that off instantly. Um, and we like to say that you can kill a feature faster than you can say kill the feature. It's about 200 milliseconds. Oh, wow. So all you have to do is flip the toggle and the feature turns off almost instantly for everybody uh, instead of having to deploy again and um, hope that you get it right this time and didn't leave anything in. So you mainly work with uh, with companies, large and small, I would imagine, that, that have a need to, to be able to turn those features on and off. Um, are there any, any kind of... Um, uh, great success stories that you'd like to share of, of being able to, you know, s- prevent an issue before it happened or turn it around uh, before customers even knew? Uh, so we work with Microsoft and uh, they do a lot of dark launching uh, and, and uh, sort of sneak the features in so that they can do what we call canary testing where you test mm-hmm. with a small percentage of your population. Uh, but we also worked a lot with GoPro to be able to let them develop in their main line and do internal testing. And then when they were ready, uh, they pushed out their new version with like no problems. Um, not a lot of people tell us when they have to hit the kill switch. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we can see it in the logs, but I don't want to like call anybody out because... Sure. It's, it's uncomfortable to have to say, I deployed something that was bad, but it's not as uncomfortable as it is if you have to say, I deployed something that was bad and it took forever to fix it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so your, your uh, session today was a choose your own adventure interactive, and I, and I love that concept. I love games and I love uh, uh, just the interaction um, in a session like that. So kind of walk through the, the concept there of how the choose your own adventure maps into kind of this idea of um, deploying in a dark ma- ma- manner and your, the feature flags and things like that. So We have a little mascot, uh, an astronaut named Toggle. And I created an adventure for Toggle where you can choose uh, how you want to get to a planet uh, based on different routes, like which ones are safer, or which ones are faster, or which ones uh, are most scenic. So if you think about like the way you can sometimes get a map to show you, like don't put me on any freeways, uh, that's sort of the the way that I designed this talk. I actually, this is the first time I've used the Twine gaming platform to design a talk. Um, and it turns out my CSS is really rusty, but uh, there's a lot of good help out there. So I got through it. And it was really interesting to be able to say like, hey audience, like pick which direction you want to go. Let's talk about the thing you're interested in. Mm-hmm. I've created, you know, 60 some slides of content but the path through it is unique every time to, to yeah. your experience. And so how did, how did, they, how did they react? Which, which routes did you go? Uh, so unsurprisingly, the first route that we took was development. So we talked about canary launches, which is the, the small launch. And we talked about um, multivariate flags. So you can say, I want to launch to uh, 10% of the people in Germany because we, we are basically doing access control list for your product. And so 
you can slice and dice your audience however you'd like. Uh, and then, I, I really love this concept, I got it from Fastly, the Albatross launch. When you have a legacy client that's very important to you that you want to keep happy, but you also want to keep your code base moving forward, you can switch them over to the older code base and keep your main line moving forward uh, without having to actually split your lines, split your, your code instances. Well, awesome. And and so and, and also uh, so my uh, my crack team of researchers also dug up a little bit. Uh, it looks like um, outside of maybe the workplace, you are maybe an aspiring designer or seamstress. Oh yeah, I uh, sew a hundred percent of the clothes that I wear to conferences. Oh wow! Because I am really tired of dresses that don't have pockets, and if you wear a mic pack, you have to have a belt or pockets, and so I just do. Uh, all my own sewing and I find it super satisfying to make something tangible after a long day of software which is a little a little fuzzy around the edges <laughs> also it means that I get to do uh, tourism shopping like I just came back from New York mm -hmm. and I honestly have a dedicated fabric suitcase <laughs> wow <laughs> so, now it's all coming out yeah so like my regular my regular like check on there you know rollerboard size suitcase fits in the big suitcase and then uh, I've come back from, oh, Tel Aviv or Australia or London with, with a, a second bag, essentially, <laughs> full of fabric. In fact, the dress that I'm wearing right now uh, has fabric from uh, Australia and London. Wow. Yeah. So it's a trip around the world it is. for your clothes. And it's, it's really like a nice reminder that uh, we aren't just here to do technology, but also to experience the places that we go. Yeah, absolutely. So, do you have any any places in mind for this trip? Are you uh, have you have you eyed any places? I really, actually, I've never been to St. Louis before, um, but I don't have a lot of time on this trip. I actually have to leave in a few hours. Oh, so. that stinks. Yeah, it's very sad. <laughs> well, hopefully, you get back to the airport in time, and uh, no delays there. Yeah, no, it's it's only a couple minutes, so it should be fine. Well, um, if, if, if people have heard about, uh, you know, either Launch Darkly or, and, and are curious, uh, want to hear more about these feature flags, it sounds like a fantastic uh, offering. I don't know if, uh, if, if uh, who wouldn't be interested in something like that to be able to kind of um, control your launch a little bit and, and pull stuff back if, if disasters happen. Um, if people want to get in contact with you or uh, with the company, what's the best way to do that? Uh, they could write me, Heidi, at launchdarkly.com, or you can uh, find us on Twitter at launchdarkly, or you can find me on Twitter at wiredferret. Wiredferret. I know. <laughs> what's the, what's the uh, story behind that name? Uh, well, it turns out that I am both excitable and high-strung, and uh, so, yeah, anybody who's seen me at a conference party understands. Gotcha. Do you bite? I don't. I don't. Okay. That's definitely against the code of conduct. Yeah, because I, I mean, that's the that's the mo on ferrets. It so. is. It is. We had ferrets for years, and uh, they were terrible sock thieves. <laughs> Whether or not your foot was in the sock, yeah, they, they were going to steal it. It was gone. Well, I appreciate you uh, stopping by uh, and giving up some of your lunch hour. I know this is this is high priority time, so um, I appreciate you coming on, sharing your perspective. Uh, it sounds like your your presentation went great, despite uh, a couple technological um, glitches. Uh, I hope you have a good flight back, and thank you for taking some time out and sharing your perspective with us today. All right, thank you. 
Thank you for listening to the Technically Speaking Podcast. Get involved with the show by following us on Twitter at SpeakTech or like our page at Facebook.com slash SpeakTechPodcast. If you have suggestions or questions related to the show or would like to be considered as a future guest, send feedback and inquiries to hey at SpeakTechPodcast.com. I'm Zach Lands, and thank you for listening to the Technically Speaking Podcast. Podcast.